Happy KOTG Tuesday. What's everybody doing? Oh, man. Hey, little fellas. A little thunder and lightning over my place, so I might be cutting in and out. I've been cutting in and out. But that's good for the grass, right? A little, right. little moisture. Gonna get some breeze. But in other bigger news, Holy Pool has covered his rock. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey-o. Can Man. I say hell to the yell? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That's, that's awesome. gonna be a good feeling. You mean you about shedding a tear? I don't know. It's like every every week he talked about having to get out of there and cut cut some up and and then keep going and going and going. You finally got it done. It's awesome. Yep. Finally got it all cut. And it's all hauled off and it's all covered, chunk, top, smothered, Waffle House style. How much uh, did you have to get a whole bunch of topsoil dirt to bring in to fill all that all that hole, or, or what'd you end up doing to fill it in? Yep. Yeah, I already had some dirt on hand before I had seeded the one that I covered up and I was bringing that dirt in I went ahead and dumped like two truckloads close by that hole yeah. and that way I wouldn't have to drive all over the turf because I knew I was going to get the other seeded mm-hmm. so I had it you know close by plus I had all the original that I had dug out Yeah. and then I had one load of that um, leaf compost mm-hmm. so when I got the, all the field dirt in the bottom and tamped I took and rolled all that other together, and it actually made a good looking made it made a good looking topsoil. Now I know so you were like trying a, to go for like twelve inches or something, but how long? How big did you get? How deep? <laughs> yeah, how deep did you how get? Deep? We starting already? Yes, sir. We starting already. <laughs> I got a I got a full I got a full sixteen and wow man, across the whole top of it sixteen inches. Yeah. So I ought to have I ought to have plenty of room to go deep with the root so should be good yeah well that sounds great what do they do with all that rock Ollie? where do they take it do they do you have to pay to get rid of I, it or do they no i had a buddy that was filling in a gully so okay it worked that's out awesome. wonderful yeah i wanted awesome. to see it was leave after <laughs> fighting with it i just wanted it gone you're right well the live chat is is uh alive and well we already got 40 something people in drunk one guy wants to furt me Prefer him. What's up, drunk one guy? He's speaking of that, all over the place. Speaking of uh, wanting to hurt somebody, I see a good-looking man joining us today. Yeah, this is uh, this got awkward real quick. <laughs> I was more interested in figuring out what a uh, what do you say it was a gully? A gully? Gully? Yeah, gully. Gully? A gully? Yeah. You don't know what a gully is? Listen, God dang man, a gully is a it's a big hole, I guess you say. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It sounds okay. like a big hole to me. Gully. Do we only have gullies in North Carolina? No, I know what gully is. What do you uh, call it in Oklahoma, Aaron? It's called a hole. A hole. <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> a gully, a gully for me is like a, like a valley. Gully's a lot more. Oh, okay, like a valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just giving, I'm just giving all the crap. That's all. <laughs> like a ravine or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, uh, we appreciate you jumping on, Aaron. Yeah, uh, thanks for the invite, guys. Join us yeah. to talk about fertilizer tonight. I wanted to kind of told Zach, let, let's get you on because like to hear your, because uh, I know you're an all liquid type person, so I wanted to get that aspect of it, but. We're, we're a few minutes into this, so I say uh, let's uh, grab a glass or a water bottle or uh, whatever you got. Okay, and, uh, PG. Keep off Bill? the grass. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can. Oh, you, uh, you, you got to go see the blue moon tonight? Yeah. Just for you, Bill. Man. I got a beer, and then I don't have anything else other than my wife's white claws. So I'll be drinking <laughs> some white claw. <laughs> uh, Heineken white claw. Nice. Oli, was that a Coca Cola? That's just a plain old Coke, man. Coca-Cola mm-hmm. tonight. All right. Hard to beat. It's good stuff. What do you got in your uh your uh Yeti over there, Bill? I had uh, I had wine earlier, but I've switched to Diet Coke because I do have to work in the morning. So <laughs> I had uh, I had two and a half glasses and I was like, all right, I'm done. Pre-game fall asleep halfway into the show. Early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the kids out to bed early and <laughs> had an hour to kill. 
So the first person in the chat, can we um can can I shoot them something? You want to shoot them something? So that was Alex Carney was the first person I saw. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah. All right. See. So you got a Winfield Pro hat, right? Yep. I got right, so. some, it won't be this one because I've already sweated this one up today. <laughs> I got some clean ones. <laughs> All right, so there get you his, go. Get uh, his address. And we'll shoot it to him. You got uh, uh I gotta put somebody in timeout, man. It's pretty pretty dumb. Anyways, uh we're we're talking fertilizer tonight, guys. Spring fertilizer. Getting things growing. Getting things Ooh. growing, getting things woken up. Um, some of you guys have already woken up. Bill, Oli, I'm pretty jealous of you guys. Aaron, your uh, stuff's when your rice is your ryegrass is gonna go dormant and Bermuda's gonna come up when? Uh ryegrass got killed off um for uh, second week of March. And so it's pretty much dead. Front yard's at uh three sixteenths of an inch right now. So if there's any ryegrass holding on, it's struggling. Okay. And You're then the, right now? Huh? You're green right now? Bermuda's green? No, I got oh. dirt. I think they call it dirt stripes on the, uh, <laughs> the YouTubes. Dusty grass. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and then my backyard, it's cool season mix. So I'm still learning how to figure out blue muta and what that looks like. And so I'm actually behind the curve. Um, Adam at um, Mountain View Seeds has been super cool, answering questions for me about how to treat Kentucky bluegrass in a place it shouldn't be. So cool. Need to need to get on the game there. Is that something new that you're you trying out this year, or, or that you started last year? And you're this would be your first full year of doing both, or have you done that before? I don't recall I think, if you. Uh, this might be my third year. It's for sure okay. my second. It might be my third year having it, but that, listen, no expert here. Yeah, it's Still always trying to dial it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we never claim to be experts. We're just having fun, man. <laughs> I threw bound. I did my first application um i don't know maybe two weeks ago i knew we were going to get some good rain i knew all my stuff is some slow release organic stuff so uh when i put down my pre-emergent after we had some nice weather i threw down a bag of fertilizer as well um you know and we've had quite a bit of rain and some decent decent warm weather so i'm i'm nice and green i'm not growing vigorously yet but i look better than the neighbors already so i definitely you know, it could have been some residual from last year. Maybe I did go pretty heavy with my fruit apps and all my, all of my overseeding and stuff, but, um, definitely already greening up, not, not filled in quite as much as I like. So I'm really excited to see how things will go here in a month or two. But, um, I did, uh, 700. I got, I got Anderson's lawn box fertilizer this year that I'm trying out and did that. So don't know if it's kicked in yet. I don't know how slow release this slow release stuff is. It is all organic. So it, it, you know, it might get started, but definitely going to, going to see how it does and, and it'll thicken up here soon. Uh, Bill, is this typical time for you in Missouri? Because I usually it feels it early. Cold. Yeah. I mean, it, it's early for us. Like we, we had a few really nice weeks. We got some cool, uh, for a few days, but it, yeah, relative to last year and even the year before, I think, so I, my birthday is next Saturday and it's like my weekend, my birthday weekend. Mm. Um, and usually that's like my first mow of the season typically, or maybe I got one, one beforehand, but I'm already, I think I've mowed three times already. So it, it, we're definitely ahead this year, but shoot, we can get some cold coming through again anytime. But right now I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm excited. It's been fun so far. I'm, I'm pumped because it's not too hot, but it's really enjoyable. How happy are you with, because uh, you did a pretty much a full renovation of that place. How are you happy with it coming in? I think it turned out really well. You know, like uh, I'm impressed with how well it did. This is like, I, I hadn't done this extensive. You know, I, I had some, a bunch of dead spots when I did my first overseeding and, but there was still a good amount of, of turf mixed in there. Um, but this time I, I cleared out quite a bit and it looks really good. I, you know, yeah. definitely would would continue to overseed year on year in the fall. Um, I would imagine by, you know, maybe two more seasons, it would look amazing if I kept at it, but hopefully we'll be out of here uh, in a month or two in, in a new permanent home. And you had a salad bar pretty much you started with. 
Yeah, I killed off a lot. I, I'm more excited to see how my side yard does. The side yard, I didn't do any. I didn't do any roundup. I just did uh, the quinclorax, sprayed it everywhere, and it's actually pretty darn weed free right now. There's a few spots, and there's some thin areas of the grass, but the weeds are gone. And I'm, I'm like, wow, that's that did better than I was expecting. I was expecting more to pop up, so I did my I did my pre-merge and my prodiamine uh, two weeks ago, and the grass is starting to wake up, but minimal minimal weeds so far so i'm like man this is that did really well uh last year yeah awesome it's awesome so Oli, you're gonna probably be uh well i mean your your grass is coming to life coming back to life already for a while now you got some awesome stripes going on but with the uh rock coverage what's kind of your plans for that as far as seeding and and what fertilizer are you going to put down definitely some mountain view um got some mountain view cultivars and i'll probably use a good bit of uh, earthworks because i want to get some uh, good organic stuff going there i think i'm going to use some of the triple three with the mycorrhiza you know to try to promote some good root establishment especially still got a couple still got a couple months before it's going to get too hot but you know get it going and um, the goal is to push it. I'm going to play with some, uh, probably going to play with some plant growth regulator in that area too. I was talking with Winfield a good bit today and he was telling me some stuff about, I was telling him how I want it to really catch up with the rest. And my goal will see how quick I can have it catch up with the rest as far as thickness of turf, quality of turf. And he was telling me basically it might sound crazy, but you, you push it, push it, then you hold it back. So, might be a new song. Push it, push it. Hold it back. <laughs> that sounds like a country song, if you ask me. I don't know if it'd be country or R and B. I ain't sure. Hey, are <laughs> but, your uh, blades in that in that new area? Are they much finer than in your more established areas of the lawn? Do they do they appear more? I don't know, visually different they, when you're. They are. They are definitely a little bit. De- they're they're maturing a lot quicker than I thought they would. Yeah. But definitely the stuff that's got a year on it is wider. Yeah. But also, you know, cultivars are different. So blade width mm-hmm. is, di- you know, different too. So, but I think that's one reason you see such a color difference. Like if you look at some of the drone pictures, you will see a perfect outline of the younger stuff. You know, you can see a color difference. It's it's obvious. And yeah. I think it's because of the blade is smaller and I guess with the blade, blade, I don't know this for a fact, but my thoughts is with the blade being smaller, thinner, it holds color better. You know, the sails, from what I'm being told, the sails are tighter, yeah. so the color is better. A lot like your PGR does. Mm-hmm. Oli, why don't you put sand down and grow, grow like real grass? <laughs> real grow grass? Like a putting green in those areas? Yeah. That I would mean, be fun, you know? I would, I'd love to have some... Uh, Kentucky bluegrass real mode in that area, like mm-hmm. a little pup put something other. Mm-hmm. I can do that. So are you not quite ready to fully? Huh? Are you leveling that area or is it ready to plant? No, it's gonna have to have a little more um it's gonna have to have a little more work done there. It got a really good rain on it today. We probably got close to an inch of rain wow. this afternoon. So hmm. and I wanted it to do that because I'll have a handful of rocks to pick up after the rain washes the dirt off everything off the top. So, yeah, I got a little more there to dress up and slick up and get things looking good. Yeah. Sift through that, that leaf. Your whole lawn. Have you done, you know, you're popping right now. You got some banging stripes green as shit. I mean, so like what, when did you put down your first app? Cause I mean, you were green all year pretty much. You were mowing in February. I know. So when did you put down your first app? Well, I put the first, believe it or not, the first app that I put down, I think was January the 5th. Okay. We had some, we had some <laughs> really good warm weather that was uncommon. And I put down some Earthworks 822 along with some molasses. Okay. Because I was trying to keep the soil as warm as I could, you know. But that's what I first. Is that, is that all you put down then since then? Nope. I've put after that, I've put down one other app. I went um a half a pound of um ammonium sulfate with some molasses. 
and I'd have to look at pictures to tell you the exact date, but it was um, before that heavy frost. It was kick. It was in gear. It was kicking butt. And then we had that. You know, we had days that were in the seventies, and it was trolling. Yeah, I had some of the best color I've ever had with the ammonium sulfate and the molasses together. And then we had the temperatures drop. You know, to like eighteen degrees two nights in a row. And it really and truly didn't hurt the color for a few days after, and then it turned yellow. But I finally got all that mowed off the top. It took several mowings to get rid of that. So do you treat your house the same as the office or your shop? My shop? Okay. Not so, not a hundred, not a hundred percent. Okay. So like if you put something down, I try, I try different house, things. You don't go put it down to the shop grass. No. no. Okay. So kind well, of no. different then. Yeah. See, the CECs are different over there. Mm. The CECs here mm. like barely a five. And okay. over there, it's like a 12. There's actual red clay at the shop. And it's, you know, the holding capacity is a little different. Plus, it's not over there I'm if I water it. Right? Yeah, over I have to drag a water hose. Mm-hmm. So... uh Zach, what about you? When is uh, when are things gonna? I I think you said it's starting to green up. You're getting pretty green over there. Yeah, I'm starting to green up. Um, just a couple of days ago, actually, it's kind of getting a little warmer. It's like today it was, I don't know, 58 high. Tomorrow it's going to be like in the 50s and raining. Then it drops down to 40 for a couple of days, and then this weekend it's supposed to be 70. And it seems like it's going to be kind of consistent after that. So, um, my, so I haven't put anything down yet. Uh, even a pre-emergent, I haven't put, haven't sprayed anything. Um, actually, I did put, um, I did put down a little bit of zero zero uh, fifty. I had leftover bag, and I just threw the rest down on my um, front. But <clears throat> I was actually kind of hoping to get some reaction out of that, but I didn't. Uh, and then, so my first uh, nitrogen app. Uh, that will probably be, so I'm going to do, I'm going to put down a, on my backyard, I'm going to do both apps are probably going to be at the end of April. And I'm going to, I'm going to do a half pound of, uh, ammonium sulfate on my front lawn. And then my backyard is going to be, um, 1804 with, um, it's like polymer coated sulfur urea. So it's kind of like a slow release. Um, and I'm going to be using, I'm going to do two different strategies. I'm gonna, my front lawn is going to be AMS. My backyard's urea. Nice. And I just got, so I kind of just put together my plan really, because I just got my soil test last Wednesday, my results. So, um, you know, I may, I may even wait it off until May. We'll see how it, the color's coming in really good, but we'll see how, we'll see how it's looking going into the end of April. And I may even hold off a little later just because I fed it heavy in the fall. So is that typical for you or is this something different this year? Um, it's well, so two years ago, I, um, in my front yard, I didn't get a very good heavy fall feeding. So I actually last spring, I fed it a little earlier in the spring just because I didn't get, I, I missed a couple apps and had something going on. And so, but other than that, it's normal, typical. It's pretty typical. Okay. When you guys like apply for in the fall, how do you manage when that comes in in the spring? I, I've never grown a cool season lawn. So, um, how do you manage? Say that again, like with you, what you put down. Yeah. Enough? Like, how, how do you, how do you know when it's going to, when it's going to come in? How do you know what? I mean, you guys are putting down all like, different kinds like of stuff. A, it's a nervous, like three weeks. You're like, come on, dude, just fucking germinate. Which I'm going to look so stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Are I you mean, talking about like a winterizer, like putting it to sleep or, or you, what are you saying? Cause you're normally with your Bermuda, you're normally dormant. That's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so for like what I do for Kentucky bluegrass is right around the Halloween time. I mean, that's kind of the sweet spot. The last time it's, it's about to get really cold. It's about to get snowy. It's about to get whatever. And so right around that time is when I give it my last application. And that's going to be based off of whatever my plan is for the entire year of, you know, one pound of nitrogen or whatever. And so maybe I have 
the last, you know, couple pounds that I need to, or at least not pounds of nitrogen, but pounds of fertilizer that I need to put down to get to that number. And then essentially it's the grass is going to go more to sleep. And instead of growing up, it's going to, the roots, it's kind of gets all fed down to the roots to go. And then, so when springtime comes around and it's warming up, it still has those nutrients in it that have been dormant all winter long. So Brian, if you're, if you're targeting four pounds of N for the year, you're, you're planning on at least a pound of that in the fall. And then you're spreading the rest of that out as needed throughout the growing season. That's how you're handling it. Yes. So essentially that, because again, you know, I've done mostly granular. I know you and I talked a little bit, but um, I'm just, I'm maybe too lazy to do the liquid or whatever, but granular. So you should try it. I know, I know. I'll get there. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll try it out this year. But uh, so essentially, so again, let's say if I don't, I don't, I don't think I'll do four pounds. But if I was going to do that, I would break it up over a quarter, you know, a quarter. So it's like maybe every two months I put a pound down. And so right at the very end, I've already put three pounds down. So I'm going to put that last pound down right before the winter time. And so spring comes around and it starts warming up and waking up and feeding on that dormant fertilizer and stuff like that to green up a little bit more, but it's going to be time to start putting down the next stuff. Right. So now we're talking, we want upward growth instead of the downward growth that it went through for the winter time. Yeah. And it is, I mean, I don't know how much of a control, but it's like, you know, like Bill was saying, you know, it's like cross your fingers and say, oh, man, I hope it took and I hope it, you know, got into the dirt like it was supposed to. And if it doesn't, then you're, you got to start your game plan a little bit differently. I think. I know, you know, the answers of what you're asking, but so. So if you think, uh, if you, um, you know, let's say you're shooting to apply four pounds. If I was shooting to, up to apply four pounds of N, which I'm not, but let's say I am, you know, I'm, and, and that's a that's a consistent thing year after year. And you know, I'm I would just look at it like, okay, I'm going to try to get two and a half to three of those pounds down in the fall, and then it's all just going to, you know, that's that's my part of my yearly thing, and yeah. that, that that lasts throughout the year, you know. So then I my other apps are timed around that. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I think I'm asking the question because I'm trying to learn how to do a cool season grass in a warm season grass. Mm-hmm. And just like, honestly, like the concept of like putting a bunch of fertilizer down with the expectation that you're not controlling every element of that is like, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And so, and I know like it's a big internet thing. And so I'm not, I'm not blah, I'm, I genuinely have no, no expertise in that. I'm just trying to figure that out. Um, What's your concern? Like, what are you, what are you worried about? Like, are you, you're thinking that uh, you'd want to put something down that's like immediate release and do it kind of like spoon feeding or, or what's your, what's your. Well, I mean, yeah, all liquid. I'm, I'm like, I'm expecting, you know, immediate. instant results. Yeah. I'm not putting something in the soil waiting on it, you know, for 90 days. And so. I guess if I, if I were to, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to think about what I thought process is, is like, at least let's just say talk about seeding or, or the falls, you know, you know, you, you overseed. I use the slow release just because I figured if I use something quick release, the existing turf would kind of gobble, you know, gobble that up and maybe grow too much when you don't really want it. So you want it to be more gradual and then whatever's already in the soil, those, those seedlings are kind of feeding off of, off of that initially anyway. And then as they kind of more mature and they get out those roots that kind of go in better uh, by then, maybe a lot of the uh, organic or the slow release will start, you know, being available for them when they're the hungriest versus the existing turf, maybe, but that's just, I, I don't really know, but yeah. So you, you put it down and like Brian was saying, yeah, you, you hope for the yeah. best, you hope it works really. <laughs> and that's, that's really what it is. If cross figure this so far, you know, you know, you, you do it one year, like, ah, shit, that worked really well. You know, grass, you know, kicked out, you know, whatever I did, I did, a, I did a good job. And you well, and even what you, yeah. And what you guys are saying, like, if you look at like, um, like the pace growth potential, like April for most parts of the country, you know, if you're in transition zone is going to be a pretty high potential. That's where you're going to see your potential spike for cool season from what I'm looking at from my yard. Oh, look at that, Zach. (laughs) And so 
Yeah. For me, that says I'm starting to apply, you know, uh, some level of nitrogen, you know, to my cool season. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not applying any nitrogen to my warm season at this point, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that and going, I'm, I need to start applying something. And your guys' philosophy has been, Hey, I'm going to apply something in the fall that will last me through that first push. And so just different, different thought process there. And as I'm learning cool season, I'm asking the questions. Yeah. Well, and it, it really is up to you because some people don't do a fall fertilizer. Some of them will, you know, maybe they do it in September and it will run out by the time winter hits and then they'll be ready to go in February, March or whatever time, you know, like Oli, he was doing it in January. So, you know, again, yeah, it just yeah, depends yeah. on that. So, and, and Bill I think a lot of it's got to do with your weather, your temperature, sure. you know, mm-hmm. the way that the way things are here lately, you can't really base nothing off of anything because <laughs> It might be 90 degrees, and then two days later, you got an inch of snow. I mean, things are confused. Well, when you do, and this is something, I mean, if if anybody can do it, I mean, like, if you go in and you actually enter your, you can enter your locus or your local temperature five-year average, and that's how they set your growth potential, and it's targeted for your area. This is just, like, a generic one from the internet. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you can go on Pace, Pace Turf's website and download the spreadsheet for your area and input all your information. So, you know, over five-year historical, I mean, that's the same thing you do for putting down pre-emergent or whatever, you know, watching soil temperatures over, you know, so many years. Well, see, that's, you know, like what you were asking, I was trying to, you know, get things thicker and get everything to grow in because we had such a dry mm-hmm. um, October and sure. November. So the seeding didn't go as good as I expected in the beginning. And, um, I was really worried. I thought things were going to be super thin and look horrible. And we started getting a little rain and I went out and put some ammonium sulfate. I'd have to look at what date, but I want to say it was probably close to Thanksgiving. I wouldn't give it a half pound of in, you know, in Thanksgiving, I believe somewhere right around there. And we uh-huh. finally started getting some rain and boy, it filled, you know, things started germinating and growing and pushing. And I would have never thought I would have done that through, you know, November or December. So it, it never, I don't, I would say it never went dormant this year. It might've gotten mm. hot a couple of times with some real cold temperatures, but it never, you know, went to sleep. Yeah. And like, you, that's you interesting. Know, you have like two, you know, you, you pretty much only got two windows to put down fertilizer unless you're, you know, really managing your water and going all out. But in, in my situation, I have two times I could really put down fertilizer and that's in the spring and the fall and the fall is the most safest. So yeah. like, um, yeah, I get you, you know, some people, you know, like in, in Aaron, you, you know, you got one hump and you're done. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we got, but we, we, we got, we got, we got two smaller homes. So, you know, like, uh, it's um we get to take a break in between our two. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you guys aren't out mowing when it's 110 degrees. <laughs> no, I no, I'm not I was I'm not oh. this not, but I mean it's like it it looking at that just made me realize it's like oh shit, you know, like you know, you go up and then you go down and you know we're yeah. up, down, up, down. And so I mean I would be dumb to apply fertilizer in July unirrigated. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, you know, that's yeah. why I like you load up when you can. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Well, makes Bill sense. made a good point too, is, uh, you know, in the fall, we're looking for a slow release, right? Is there any liquid that is a slow release or is it like all liquid is just a quick release? I have a, I have a, a delayed release urea i melt down uh so and how delayed is that like a week or two (laughs) uh mine is a product called uflex and i think it's like a 45 day that's a very off the top of my head so yeah that's pretty good for liquid do you know what the uh 
what the mechanism of that is? Is it just like, is it, is it got some kind of a, an ester or something on it? It has to get metabolized. Uh, yeah. I have no understanding how it works because it's a, it's a poly coated urea, I believe, but when you melt it, I don't understand how it keeps its residual. Yeah. Um, hmm. So that's above my pay grade. Uh, <laughs> you just know it works. I don't depend on it for a 45 day reason. I, <laughs> well, I, I tried, sure, yeah. I picked up a bag of it. I tried it this fall because you go back to the growth curve. My blue muta is Kentucky bluegrass and Bermuda. And so, but the growth curve is literally, it's a wave. Yeah. And so trying to manage that has been, I'm just, I'm just trying things, you know, I, I don't. It definitely adds a level of complexity to your, your game plan. You know I mean? You're, you got two yeah. different, two different things you're trying to grow at two different times and they have, you know, they're optimal at different temperatures and whatnot. And um, you have two it, different things you're growing at one time at the same time. I mean, you're growing yeah. cool season with warm season mix, which that's, I'm trying to wrap my brain around that right now. Like, okay, how would you feed that? And what would your strategy be with having, you know, blue muta? Well, yeah, Cody, you've been doing uh, the blue muta too. What? What? No. H- how do you feed that stuff? Cody's <laughs> like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no. When I first heard about that stuff, I did want to try it. I just no, I haven't done it yet. And you have a rye overseed though, don't you? Yeah, I have a pretty old rye that's still green as the money in my pants right now. But oh boy, <laughs> it looks good. So what's hey, your what? what's your spring plans then, man? What do you got? What, what's coming up? Next, is that gonna, is that going to start getting too hot soon, and that, that will start to die off, and then your Bermuda picks up, or what? What's going to happen for you, man? No, I mean it's getting pretty hot. Uh, I mean today was almost it was about eighty eight, uh, and through the rest of the week we're mid seventies, mid eighties, and uh, it's about time. Um, but I'm not going to be throwing just like last year. I think I threw my first app down uh, probably around the first or second week of May, and. I, I'm not going to do anything in April. I'm waiting on someone or something to uh, hear back from because I really want to uh, overseed my front yard with some good Bermuda and my backyard with some good Bermuda and then yeah. um, we'll go from there. So I'm waiting on to do a whole bunch of things, but uh, that's why I got my pre-emergence out of the way a long time ago. And um, that way by the time I hear back from, because Honestly, I don't need to oversee my yard until probably middle to end of May. So the growing season. But yeah, I'm just living, loving it right now. Backyard starting to green up with that Bermuda and then front yard still green with that perennial, which is crazing me at 80, 75 degrees. So every time I come home, it's just like, oh man, it looks good. Are you going to keep doing that, Cody? Are you going to keep uh, overseeing with perennial ray? Yes, sir. Oh mm. man, i i do I do not mind the uh, the brown gorgeousness of my backyard going dormant, but seeing it green all year, yeah. And oh man, it, that is. I might do it next year in the backyard. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, my wife, she doesn't like that I'm always out there, and <laughs> yeah. You gotta have your winter break. <laughs> but uh, no, it's good. I am gonna keep on doing it and uh we'll see what happens. And you know, I don't know. I have no idea, but I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, uh, I do I do want to come up and I wouldn't mind coming up to to you, Aaron, and seeing your your yard and everything and see what you got going on. You're not too far from me, I know that. So Mm-mm. speaking of uh around you guys, um I can't I remember what his name was. I'll have to go back there and look, but he wants to know fruit recommendations for buffalo grass up around the uh, Texas panhandle, which would assumably be kind of in and around between you guys. Oh, that's real far. Have you guys dealt with buffalo grass before? Isn't that a pasture grass? Aaron DeFever. He wants to know fruit recommendations. Buffalo grass and the Texas panhandle. So, yeah, that's like some some thick stuff too. I don't think I've yeah. I don't think I've ever seen or heard of buffalo grass. It's a warm season grass, I believe. Man, I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. It is. I, I think, think it is warm right. season, but uh, I th- I really thought it was uh, pasture grass for cows and stuff. <laughs> for buffaloes, you mean? 
<laughs> or buffalo, yeah. Yeah, low resource <laughs> alternative to traditional <laughs> Buffaloes eat it. So, if it's low resource, water it and mow it and see what it gets yeah. you and find somebody that does know a lot about it and go yeah. learn it yourself. Have some fun. Google it. Oh, is that that? So have you guys heard of like monkey grass? Like uh, it almost looks like like those spider plants kind of, but it's grass. Like what I'm looking here. Yeah. This is saying that this buffalo grass can get to like, you can let it grow as long as 10 to 12 inches and then it'll curl up and drape over itself. Like I wonder what? There's this field I, every day. So every day in the summertime, I drive home down this one road and there's this unirrigated field where it's like some guy's lawn, like, like a Oli type thing, but he doesn't, he's not super immaculate. It just, he just cuts it short, like once a month or something, but it looks amazing the entire time, but it starts to, it starts to look like a wheat field almost. It's so long. And I wonder, I mean, not really, but that's kind of what it, what it comes to mind. You see wind blowing through it, like the windows home screen picture from back in the day. I wonder if that's kind of like what buffalo grass could look like if you let it just grow slowly and don't cut it often. I don't know. That's cool. I wonder if that's what that guy has. Anyway, never mind. That's cool, uh, Aaron. That's a that's a cool cool problem to yeah figure out and and solve. They were saying it is a warm season native turf, so yeah. Have to look. Someone said that it does need less input, so you know. Like you said, water it, cut it. I mean, come on, guys. Essentially, that's like the main stuff, right? I mean, fertilizer is fun and, you know, it can give you that push and stuff like that. But in all honesty, uh, you know, just make sure your grass gets watered and just cut it, you know, keep a regular cut. I I, I believe we talked about this last year is, is if you started mowing it once, twice, maybe three times a week, you'll you'll be surprised oh, really? at what kind of uh outcome you know your grass will get rather than cutting it once a week or cutting it twice a month you know your grass is is not going to look so great so mow frequently make sure there's water and uh you know you'll have a pretty nice looking yard fertilizers just for us crazy nuts that like to push the limits right See what we can get out of it. See what kind of color we can change it this year and see what spots we can fill in. So you forgot um, real mowing, Brian. What's that's, that's the thing you forgot right uh-huh. there. Well, what's what's why you're here? What's fake? That's why you're here. Speak up. So so Aaron uh is well the only one of out of us that real mows. So how often Cody, would Cody you say you had a real mow? Cody Cody gets in the real mowing action a little bit. What? Come on. No, not like him, but. Um, oh, you got the hand. Oh, yeah. You got the uh, push one. Huh? I forgot. About you got that. a yeah, I found that on uh, Facebook Marketplace for like $10. The, the green one that, um, that builds yeah. spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Bill started with it too. Yeah, um, Bill, how is it? it? Dude, my grass is. It's not. It never looks enough. better, huh? No, I mean, it, it does a good job, you know, I, you know, if I had level on and I could do it more frequently, cause I was telling him, I was literally the other day, it was nice. It was like a Wednesday or some shit last week. And I was like, dude, I could just bust that manual out. Just cut it real quick. You know, like I could just do that. It would take me like 15 minutes probably, but I think it, it has a lot of potential to have fun, man. I mean, you just get out there and give it a quick, mow. I, I could see the appeal of the real mowing where you, you do it like every two or three days. Cause it's like, you barely take anything off, man. You can walk out and flip-flops you know like real saint og you know like they these guys that just walk out there in shorts and flip-flops and just kind of, you know it's like that's hella soothing man i i would love it maybe eventually. i'm telling you you can tell the difference in the cut i mean when yeah. i did that first time with the real i'm just like whoa even yeah, that no little manual real mower i'm just like there's a difference there's a big difference but you can i mean there's a difference between a manual reel and a powered one right mm-hmm. so Oh sure, drunk long oh, yeah. guy just got a yeah. he just got a reel. Yeah, drunk long guy just got a Ooh. California trimmer. Yeah, he feels like a brand new man. Is what he said. <laughs> I, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, he's out there when it's snowing in Utah. I'm just cutting his yard. So his <laughs> shorts and that one. flops. I don't know if he can ride the real mower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not sure about that one. We'll see. He'll probably come careful. up with a way. <laughs> yeah, my um, I, uh. 
my so Brian, you were asking. I I only cut my front yard in growing season once a week. Um, really, I use a growth regulator, oh, okay. and I manage my nitrogen inputs. So, um, like my total nitrogen input for April, which is like forty above forty percent growth potential for me in my climate, is three tenths of a pound of nitrogen. Uh, and so that's like my ramp up. Um, and so you just manage, um, manage that and you you don't try and overgrow it. Uh, growth regulator, it'd be quite often, right? I mean, you'd still be out there every few days. Yeah. I mean, like you can, you can fertilize the daylights out of something and be cutting it every day. I mean, you guys could be doing that too. Um, Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, you know, you just mow often and water in, in, you know, your grass comes out pretty good. But if you don't, you know, I think it was Lucky Green Stripe said, you know, with gas prices now, who's going to be mowing three times a week? You know, <laughs> Oli's going to. What kind of mowers you guys got? <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 honestly, I could probably go through a you whole. You got a yard like Oli or. Yeah, right. Gooden or, yeah. I, I could go through a whole 20? tank probably in a week. I you mean, know, my five-gallon bucket times. will last me almost, almost all. Well, almost all season, depending. A five-gallon. Mm-hmm. Okay, but how many yeah, times a gas, week are you? Yeah, gas in a bucket. Two or three. <laughs> Two what? <laughs> <laughs> you got gas in a bucket right next to the gully. Five-gallon bucket. Yeah. <laughs> What's a five-gallon bucket? He says. <laughs> <laughs> With a loose lid. We do it all in the kitchen. <laughs> no lid at all. He just whatever He's comes in, pumping comes it in. out of his backyard. Who are you kidding? <laughs> you about like that lady they showed trying to put gas in a plastic bag? <laughs> yeah, in a trunk. <laughs> yeah, in her trunk. Yeah, bless it. <laughs> yeah. No, I do want to know though, uh, Aaron. When when the temperatures get hot up there in Oklahoma, which I you know I served in Oklahoma for a little bit, I know how hot it gets. Do you change your how to cut when it gets? to the hottest point in Oklahoma, you just keep it the same. Cause that's always been every year. I say, I'm going to keep my, my front lawn or my back lawn at an inch, you know, and just keep on going. Then it starts getting hot and then it just starts stressing them out. I was like, I'm just going to lift it up. So you just keep it the same every year. I I mean, that's what amazes me about all you real more guys, like dealing with the heat and keeping the green like you guys are. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Bermuda grass, man, when it gets hot, it just it's in its happy place. Um, yeah, it's happy. And so the thing that I have to do is worry about texture. And so I actually wish I had a groomer on mine because the the texture of the grass will get off and and it'll get too dense. And so I'll have to, you know, if I don't manage my nitrogen well, I'll actually have to scalp it midsummer again which sucks. So (laughs) I'm actually pushing, I'm going to, my plan is to push my front yard a little bit harder uh, the beginning of this year. And late May, I think I'm scheduling, I'm going to actually tear my front yard out down to dirt. I'm not going to sprig it. I'm not going to reseed it. I'm just going to hardly rake it and let it grow from the root system um, back up. So I did a test plot last year in August and I was like seven to 10 days for about 80% coverage back. And so I'm pushing, I'm going to push it a little hard um, at the beginning of this year to try and get it (laughs) as healthy as I can. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm, you know, like depending on what your long goals are and what you want to do, I mean, have fun and play around with it. And it's just a yard. If you haven't killed it, you're not, you're not having enough fun. Right. <laughs> Lon's lab. You're going to win. You're going to lose. We're going to learn. Hopefully. So that's good. It's all fun. Yeah. yeah I mean, who, who really is uh, said what you have to do exactly <laughs> this way and that way. And if you're not doing it this way, you're doing it wrong. Right. I know some dudes. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There'll probably be a TikTok about it tomorrow. <laughs> but uh yeah so i mean you could just essentially do whatever you want on your grass try something out if it doesn't work who cares right it'll grow back it'll come back try something different try a different fertilizer if the one that didn't work 
didn't work. So yeah, don't do that with herbicides, you know, and controlled <laughs> yeah. things. Though, I mean, yeah, like read the label, go by the label, please. Don't be yeah. stupid. Um, right. But if you want to be stupid, they can be stupid. That's all I'm trying to say is is don't video it. You yeah, don't video it. <laughs> don't don't brag about it. If it if your yard gets brown for the whole season, don't post pictures about it. You know, we don't want to see it, but you know. Not everyone's yard is freaking. I mean, you know, Oli uses that drone for a reason. That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> what she say? Oh shit! Says you show the drone. You say you use that drone for a reason. Yeah, to take some good looking pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before you go and rip uh, up, I got. Your lawn I or... got you now. I got you. <laughs> it took me a minute to catch the drone. I got you. I can get you some close-ups tomorrow. Okay. All right. I've seen some pretty good close-ups. You can ride man. down here. You can ride down here and I'll show you some good looking grass in a gully. <laughs> oh, too much junk, I'll leave you at the gully. Oh, you'll take you know, you on a tour. You know, when your lawn's the size of his pube. <laughs> you know, you sometimes you need a drone when you're only. <laughs> Now, Zach, did you uh, did you have Bill's soil test? I think we were. I don't. I don't. I know he put it in the drive, but I just wanted to kind of look at Bill's real quick because um, I think he's the only one that's done one so far. Like I said my. I mean, I got snow on the ground this morning in Utah, so I I still haven't done a soil test yet. So as far as what my plans are, I don't I don't quite have any spring uh, fur plans yet, but. You know, it's I'm now starting to get some green. You know, they're starting to get a little more green than dead in the uh, grass there. I do have some fairy rings. Well, I mean, they're not fairy rings now, but I can see the rings from last year. I had a couple spots that had so many uh, mushrooms in them. So I was going to kind of go over that with you guys, show some pictures and see yeah, what I should do about that. Should I put a fungicide down or is it? Should I just let it grow out? See what happens. I'd let it grow out and see just, what happens. just feed it. I, I bet, um, you know, now I'm no expert on this, but I bet it was a, I bet a tree or something was planted there. And I bet it was some roots and sometimes residual effects. It can kind of lead to something like that. And then once you, once it starts growing and once you start feeding it, it just kind of will mask okay. it and it will just go away. Yeah. You normally yeah. bag your clippings, Brian, when you mow, or do we think that would be a? a good I idea? usually do. Like last year, I kind of did it every now and again. Like you know, yeah. so you guys know I travel a lot for work, and so you know when I'm gone for a week, I can't mow the grass, and so when I come back and it's you know a couple inches high, I, mm-hmm. I can't. I gotta bag it right. Yeah. So the weeks that I'm home, I don't typically kind of bag it. Um, and so I don't know if that has something to do with it or not. Um, I just don't know, maybe, you know, if I use too much fertilizer in some spots or whatnot, but, uh, yeah, drunk long guy. So he's almost full green in his front yard, but his, the way that our houses face, he gets, um, I have what's called a North South facing. So my front yard hardly gets any sun in the winter yeah. time. Uh, and, and now it's just now starting to get some sun. So my backyard <laughs> has a lot more green in it than the front yard because the backyard gets a lot of sun all the time. He has an East West facing house. So he gets, you know, sun on, on both ends of that. So that actually helps. Uh, Brian, um, he real mows his front yard now. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's, that's why it, it just all of a sudden, uh, Yep. <laughs> Funny. Now that he's real mowing it, uh, it uh, greened up real quick for him. Mm-hmm. Well, dang, I'll have to have him come over with his real mower and green up my front yard. I'm, I'm sure he'd love to. I'm sure he'd love to. <laughs> it's a little bumpy, so we'll see. I mean, there'll probably be some scalping areas and some three-inch areas. So who knows? Listen, I actually scalp when I, I I actually rotary cut my front yard. Make fun of Nate, um, and uh, it scalped 
more using a rotary mower than using my greens mower. <laughs> Definitely. I could see that. Yeah. Just, so, it's kind of like hacking at it versus cutting it. Yeah. And, and the wheels were dipping down in spots that had settled over winter and stuff like that. And so don't believe the myth. The, uh, so some of you guys know, we have our, uh, simple on solutions, uh, yetis oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So, uh, I just wanted to give a quick another shout out to Simple Lawn Solutions. Uh, they're they're helping us out, and uh, they actually created a web site for you guys to go on and check out what KOTG favorites are, what we like as far as Simple Lawn Solution products. So, uh, working on finding we're how to get to this landing page or whatever. But as you can see up here at the top. Uh, we got simpleonsolutions.com forward slash pages forward slash KOTG. And uh, they've got pictures of our yards up here on the top. Some more keep off the grass. If you'll scroll down, you'll see uh, Oli. And then they put you know his top three favorites uh, products on there. And you scroll down, you can see Bill's, uh, his yard and top three products. Gives a little the location and grass type. Then there's mine, same thing. And then there's Brent's, and then a grab a glass, keep off the grass. That's cool. They put that on there. They got Nate's, uh, Cody's, and uh, you got Zach's. So, and then they got the little screenshot from when uh, uh, Brittany was on, President and CEO of Simple On Solutions. So, thank you, Simple On Solutions, for. Uh, yeah creating that website for us and putting it on your page. So any of you guys are curious of what our favorite simple on solution is, go check it out. Uh, we'll, we'll get a landing page, figure out how you guys can get there quickly clicking on it. But right now just go to simple on solutions.com forward slash pages forward slash K O T G. All right. So K O G G lawn of the week. And I'm seeing lots of new people, people I don't even see in the chat. I don't know how they find out about us, um, but I'm seeing these uh, Instagram accounts tagging KOTG Lawn of the Week, which is awesome. So to be entered in KOTG Lawn of the Week, to, to have a chance to win a free bag of ProPete fertilizer, shout out to ProPete for sponsoring our Lawn of the Week for quite a while now. Um yeah. We appreciate that the partnership with ProPete and doing that for all you guys for having nice lawns and throwing down some some good fertilizer. Um, what you need to do is is on Instagram. That's the only place we're really checking and looking for it is hashtag. That's the uh, pound sign, right? <laughs> for those guys. So hashtag KOTG Lawn of the Week and. You need to put it in a post or a reel. The stories disappear after 24 hours and we won't see it again. When you hashtag it, uh, we all are following that hashtag. And so we all get notification that there's a new one posted and we'll go check it out. And then we share it in our group chat and debate about it and try to figure out who we feel uh, is the best looking along that week. We can't, we can't pick five of you guys to be Lawn of the Week. Wish we could, but uh, we, we narrow it down to one. So if you don't win it this week, please submit it again next week. Use that hashtag again. Um, chances are if you didn't get it this week, you might get it next week and uh, keep showing off that awesome lawn. So this week, the KOTG Lawn of the Week winner is... OG Nelson. Ooh. Boom. So OG is a two-time winner. He won back, uh, I think we found him in episode 26. And he is, I mean, that's just a beautiful one. Mm. Just Wish Nate was here, man. Those are some laser one. beams. That's You'd be blinding. proud. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I love the different shades of green that those ride-ons, those, you know, only... All you guys with you right on mowers, man. Looks so good. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. That's I love his lawn. He's a cool cat too. too. He's a cool cat too. So he's already in the lawn of the week chat. So mm -hmm. we got a little special thing going on. 
So I want to say he's about two acres. Is that right? If if I remember last time, yeah, he's around two acre mark for his lawn. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Very very nice uh, looking lawn. So again, no no uh, no disrespect to those others that have tagged this week as well. Oh yeah. Please, please keep tagging. Do it next week as well. And uh, like I said, we we don't mind the challenge of trying to pick the best lawn. We like debating about it. But I do want to put a stipulation in there. Please do not use filters. Mm. Using a filter is like automatic disqualification. Okay, we don't we don't need you to filter up when the when the sky starts turning like a bluish green color we, we know there's a filter on there so keep it real keep it nice you know and uh and you can win yourself a bag of pro pete no i had a good time talking about this guys i i've learned a lot i think i think what i've learned as well is we're all doing something different have fun get out there find something that works for you if it doesn't work for you keep trying until you find it works for you but you know the the easiest thing to do is if you're not going to fertilize then just make sure you're watering and and cutting that grass on a on a frequent basis but i say we wrap it up wrap it up keep it wrapped guys keep it wrapped we'll see you next week